Yo guys, what's going on? Coach Jamie here, and I am so excited to have you here listening to my podcast, Make Time for Your Mind with Coach Jamie, where we will be talking about all things mindset, vulnerability, personal development, ways we can become better individuals. And sometimes in that process, we'll get heavy. Sometimes we'll have fun. And sometimes I will be challenging your perspective. The goal, no matter what, though, is to leave you better than you were before you tuned in. So with that being said, let's dive in. guys, what's going on? I am so excited for episode 11 and I have another very special guest and I'm going to forewarn you. I got a lot of energy. She's got a lot of energy for my Enneagrammers out there. We are both eights. We are both challengers. So I'm super stoked um, to have her here. She is a very, very near and dear friend of mine, but I even actually just like the intro that she has given me to tell y'all about her. Laura Shakavis is a Jesus-loving real estate investor, memory care mansion builder, crossfitter, <laughs> friend, wife, and mama of two. And I, we're just going to start off, and I want you guys to meet her first. So, Laura, thank you so much for being here. Girl, is, I'm excited. Uh, I was trying not to say anything during that introduction. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, just tell us, tell us a little bit about you. I know I just gave that intro, but like, I want the world, wherever they're listening to this, to, to know who you are and just why it's your brain that I want on the show with me. So I have a lot of experience, I guess I, I feel really young still, but I feel like I have a lot of real life business, um, religious, um, family experience that I can provide. Uh, I used to own a real estate investment company and I still do. And so there's been a lot of growth and development within that. And then moving on to the assisted living uh, world and just being an example in the community, I think that there's a lot for me to offer. Uh, it's, you know, when you, when it's yourself, you feel like it's not special, but I think when you talk to the people and they hear your experience and they they see kind of where you come from, like, oh my gosh, you have so much to give. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited to dive into our topic today. I think it's something that being a business owner, it was something that I struggled with and I struggled with and I still do struggle with. And so I'm excited to share kind of what I've gone through and my knowledge and um, hopefully it'll, it'll help at least one person out there. Yes. Yes. More than one. That is for sure. But yeah, uh, she... <sighs> it's very rare for me to come across people who are as like geeked out on like all things, personal development and mindset um, is what I do. And I found that in Laura. And I think that's what has been like the most successful part about our friendship is because like what we're about to talk to you guys about is like literally things that would typically just be talked about when we go to grab coffee <laughs> yeah. um, outside of CrossFit mode. So that is that. But um no, a topic that I, I want to discuss today is all on scarcity mindset. And I feel like that is such another trending phrase that is out there where it's like everybody talks about it, but what does it actually mean? And wh why is it important that we're, that we're 
actually having this conversation. So before we even dive in, I'm big on looking up like the actual definitions. I was hoping that you would do that. Because <laughs> girl, I have one too. <laughs> oh, okay. So perfect. Because I actually combined yeah. like two different um, definitions that I found. So I'd be curious to see okay. what you found. So the definition, uh, scarcity mindset. When you believe there are limited resources or you're obsessed with the lack of something where you can't seem to focus elsewhere, no matter how hard you try. Hmm. I like that. So now I'm curious to, to hear what, what you found. So I have two as well, which, oh my gosh, get out of here, Enneagram 8. <laughs> so my first one is program to believe there is only a certain amount of things that you can achieve personally. And then my second one is actually from uh, Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And his definition is scarcity mentality refers to people seeing life as finite pie. So that if one person takes a big piece, that leaves less for everyone else. So good. So, so I, good. I like that because I feel like you can actually visualize a pie, visualize someone taking a big piece out of it. And then it, it I think you can actually use that definition to kind of elementaryize the whole scarcity mindset definition. And so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, I just feel like a lot of people throw it out there and still I, I think the word that stuck out to me like with mine was like obsessed, mm. like obsessing over it. We're like, okay, when we think scarcity, scared, fear, small. So limited resources, not having enough pie left for somebody else, like all of that makes sense. But like the obsession mentality that comes with it where it's like, um, okay. So have you ever heard the boiling crab analogy? Girl, you better believe I know that one. Yes. <laughs> Why should I ever doubt? Um, but so the whole point of this this boiling crab analogy is that like for like in a restaurant, if they throw live crab to boil them in this boiling pot of water, what will happen is one will try to crawl out and rather than the other crabs, be like, yo, man, like that's a great idea. Let's go with you. <laughs> they pull him back down mm -hmm. with them to suffer together. And I think that like again, with that scarcity mindset, that is exactly what happens. If you like just start focusing so much on, I don't have this, I don't have this. There's no way this could ever work because I'm spending all of my time, energy and focus on what it is that I don't have or why I can't have it or why I won't ever have it. That that right there is what blocks you from ever actually opening up, up the doors to have it. Mm -hmm. So thoughts. Yeah. So I'm going to correlate this back to an example of when I really struggled with this was with my first business when we had our house flipping business and we were doing really good. Like in our own mind, we were flipping like three houses a month and that was a lot for us in the beginning. But then we decided to join a house flipping mastermind, which was fantastic. It put us in a room of 20 other individuals who were big thinkers, right? Like they were, they were not, uh, scarcity mentality. They were definitely, um, resource minded, just, they, they loved just building themselves and that's what we needed at the time. But what was really hard for me was, uh, we would do kind of like boiling room for an hour where you get up and you talk about your business, you break everything down. You talk about how you get your deals. You talk about how much money you're making your deals, how much you're paying out your employees. It's like, you literally pretty much like get naked in front of these people and um, I remember getting up there and, and being so like excited about, oh, yeah, we're doing three houses a month and like all these things. And then right after uh, we were done with ours, someone got up there and they were like flipping like 
30 houses a month. And I literally felt like crap right when I heard that is because I felt like I had lack. I felt like I didn't have enough because I was comparing myself to that person. And so it was super hard for me to be happy even with flipping like one more a month again or even two more a month because I was still had my mind fixated on that one person's success yeah. and I wasn't looking at the success that I had. Look, Laura, you're flipping one more house a month. Like you're literally getting to where they are. Yeah. I can't expect overnight that I'm going to be jumping up to the success of them because they've been doing it, you know, five, 10 years more than I have. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was just focusing on their success without, without me looking back and being like, look, Laura, you know, six months ago you were in this point and now you're here. So yeah. that, that was the, the number one thing when I thought of scarcity mindset was that right there. Yeah. So, I mean, what would you say, like, were some of the key things that happened to get you out of that scarcity mindset and how long did it take you to get out of that scarcity mindset? I would have to say that gratitude. I know that sounds like such a word that's thrown about so much in our culture now, but being grateful for what I had in that moment and being grateful for the failures that I was going through in that moment, knowing that I was learning and pushing myself to become that person that, you know, God intended me to become. And so, you know, living in the present, living in the moment was also something that helped me. And to be honest, everyone, like I still practice this. I still have to remind myself if there's something that I'm stressed on or struggling with that, you know, I mean, like just just be there in the present moment. Like with my kids, my kids are a perfect example of like if they're laughing and being silly and like, why would I want to sit there and stress out on, you know, what I'm being overcome and overwhelmed with when I can just enjoy the moment with them and, and be engulfed in the laughter and the presence of my children. And so I think that's really what helped me was being aware of my thoughts and focusing intently on those thoughts and mindsets that were going to propel me to become a better person. So good. Can we go scuba diving? Girl, let's go. <laughs> everyone knows, right? Scuba diving and floating. I'm sure yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. So I always either say that like on like a scale of like one to 10, like I'm always a level 10. Like if one is surface level, 10 is as deep as you could go. Like you'll always find me at 10. Another analogy is like, hey, we're going to go deep and we're going to yes. go scuba diving or like today's like, nah, man, we're just going to float. I can't go there at all. So, yes, we're about to go scuba diving. Um, I'm curious, like. Especially because I think that, you know, what I was just even actually talking about on the last episode is like how easy it is for us to get in our own heads and like justify and, and do that. So even as you are practicing gratitude, like, did you ever notice a point where it started to bleed into other areas of your life with the scarcity? And is that like it took you to a point of like absolute fear of like where you were mentally to like knock you out of it to go to gratitude or like walk me through what that experience would have been like. That's a really good question. It's so, it's so funny that you never really think about these things until you're asked. Yeah. And so, um, I would have to say that it, it did bleed into other areas of my life, specifically with that business. Um, the scarcity mentality of employees was also something that was, I was scared I was going to teach these people, you know, all of our ways and all of our systems. And then they were going to take it and then go elsewhere and start their own business. Ah. 
So that was also another thing that was really hard for me was like, I'm going to teach you how to get a deal. I'm going to teach you how to flip it. I'm going to teach you how to sell it. I'm going to teach you everything because I need you to do it because you're an employee. Especially in a world that everybody is telling you to have your own business. Exactly. Yes. But what I didn't realize is that most people don't want their own business. They just want to show up. They don't want to have the responsibility. I didn't know that then. Yeah. My, my mentality was they're going to take everything I know <laughs> they're yeah. going to do it themselves. And so it did, it bleeded into a lot of other areas. I think that the financial aspect of it and the employee aspect of it, um, were the biggest, two biggest things for me was there's not enough deals out there for, for me. Like if, if more people come into my area, um, I was in Southern California at that time flipping homes. And if, if more people come, if more flippers come, like that means less deals for me. And then I'm not going to be able to, you know, support my family, you know, how I'm going to pay my employees. And so it just kind of trickled down slow and slow. Um, and I think I came to the, it was just, a, honestly, I'm a big self-development individual. And so I was constantly listening to podcasts, constantly, you know, feeding my mind content that would push me to my next level. That's, that's always something that I'm, I'm striving for is, is getting to that level that God has created me to be. And I feel like that's something I'm always going to be reaching toward no matter how old I get. And so I think just just literally filling my mind with individuals who have gone through what I've gone through already and seeing their way out of it really is what helped me. And so highly recommend daily listening to some sort of podcast, some sort of inspirational like Jamie's podcast you're listening to right now. <laughs> little plug. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> um, but I think that's something that really did help me to to push past that scarcity mindset because I do have a scarcity mindset even now, to be honest, in certain areas, but it's so far beyond <laughs> that mentality I had before that it's developed, I guess you could say. I don't know if that's a weird thing to even mention mm-hmm. that I do have that mentality too, but it's, it's more mature mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a interesting topic to even talk about too. So, um, but yes, I think I, I just delved into the self-development world and I think that's kind of what pulled me out. Yeah. Aram and I just talked about that in the last episode on like mental resilience and how it's like you're training, but they're always mm. going to reach just like in CrossFit, right? There's mm. going to be another movement that you're exactly. uncomfortable with, or there's another area for you to grow or to improve. And so mm. I think that your ability, like your resilience within that has just gotten better or like there's, I think there's even a quote and I'm probably going to botch this one, but it's like, if you live an easy life, you can expect that life's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. But like, if you learn to live a hard life, then life's going to be easy. Exactly. And so kind of with that, but, um, one more, one more thought, ahead, yeah. I think one super important aspect just in life to learn is self-awareness. I yes. think that's something that was also, and continues to be something that I, I work on. And so I wasn't as self-aware as I am now. And mm-hmm. so I'm aware of those thoughts. I'm aware, Hey, I know how to stop it. Whereas before I just was drowning in it mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't aware of those thoughts. And I, so I think that's something that comes with time. It comes with struggle and it comes with um, just learning. Learning it is really what it comes down to. So being self-aware, that, that was something that also helped me. Well, and I think that's a very, very important mental muscle that has to be trained. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 funny because there's a lot of times like where I'll have people that like, like I'll be running my, my faith and fitness group um, and like I'll call something out about myself in front of everybody. Like I'm always like very quick to make sure too that like I'm not going to be like negative about it, but I'm like also uh, not afraid to recognize like, hey, 
that was my bad or hey this is what's happening hey this is what's in my brain right now and one of the guys in my group came up to me and he's like dude that is amazing like how like just aware you were of that and willing to just openly call bs on your own stuff in front of everybody but like that was a muscle that i had to practice because mm -hmm. a lot of people i feel like along with the scarcity mindset also comes the victim mentality mm -hmm. And it's like, when are you going to start holding yourself accountable? How often are you training your brain to like actually stop and self-discover for you? And that's everything of what this podcast is about is that I want people to like sit with their own thoughts, not get so goal focused that all they're doing is listening to a podcast mm -hmm. because they have tunnel vision on wanting to be like somebody else and where they are comparing it's like, no, let me take this information and let me just like actually sit and process for a second. What does this mean to me? Why am mm -hmm. I even doing this? Why do I care that my, my, my children are sitting here living a good life and laughing? Does it really matter at the end of the day if I mm -hmm. am flipping 30 houses a month, if they're sitting here miserable because I'm never around? Mm -hmm. Like, what am I really doing it for? But that takes you having to like spend time to self-discover. So like... I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I got you back. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, okay. So, again, I dig a little more. <laughs> Girl, yeah. Of course. Okay. Yes. Um, I always just like to get permission first. That's that's a lie. Majority of my life <laughs> is that I'd rather ask for forgiveness before <laughs> asking ask for permission. For permission. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's what happens when you catch me in a professional setting. It's kind of the opposite. <laughs> um so what is, because you kind of alluded to this already, but what would you say right now is something that you experience a scarcity mindset in? I would probably have to still say that I struggle with the employee aspect of my business. Um, I'm, I'm now running an assisted living, and I think opening an assisted living during COVID was probably the hardest thing I've ever done to date. Um, and I feel like I can open up any business in the world now after doing that. <laughs> um, but I still think that that's something because employees and people in general are such a big aspect of my business because it's caring for people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people have a hard time caring for people. And so mm -hmm. it's hard to find people who have a heart and a passion for it. And so, you know, I, there's a lot of people coming in and out of our doors all the time, caregiver wise. And I feel like, man, can't we just find people that love people? And it's hard to find individuals who are committed and compassionate about their job. And so I feel like I'm developing myself to become a better leader so that I cultivate that culture within my business. But then I also am known for that so that people come to me who already have mm -hmm. that heart and passion. And so I say it, it's probably employee related. I know it sounds really strange that I still struggle with that, but um, I don't struggle with the scarcity mentality with finances. I, there's so much resources in the world. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you literally look out your door and there's, there, there's money everywhere. Like, yeah. honestly, like I, I teach my daughters, we're actually going to start doing a YouTube channel with them where we create um, different, you know, challenges where we'll be like, Hey, you have four hours to make $200. Like, Let's here's, go. Yeah, yeah, here's what you have and go do it. And so um, we're even teaching them not to have a scarcity mentality. And so finances isn't a thing. I think it's honestly the employees. And I know that sounds really silly. I, and even me saying it sounds silly that I shouldn't be fearful of that. But I, I kind of am because 
it's people's lives that I'm caring for and I feel responsible for that. And so that's probably the number one thing I'm, I'm struggling with currently. I love it. Mm. All right. Now I want to flip the script. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, guys, make sure to stay tuned next week where we are dropping part two and flipping the script on scarcity mindset with myself and Laura Schott Stay tuned. Yeah.